everyone, my name is Daria Grissom and I will be your host for today. Uh, for those of you have, who have joined us for previous podcasts, you will know that I'm a new voice. Uh, even though I'm a new voice, I am actually the development director within Mind Over Tutors. Uh, but before I go into more details about myself, I would like to introduce my co-host, Darius Grissom, who some of you all may know. Hello. Uh, So not only is Darius my father, uh, but most relevant to the podcast on the organization, he is the executive director of Mind Over Tutors. Uh, Today, I'm going to try and pick his brain uh, to find out more about the ideology of Mind Over Tutors. Uh, I don't think any of the other podcasts have touched on that yet, so we want to kind of delve into that today. Um, but uh, I'm going to try and cover as much as possible. If you all still have questions, positive feedback, constructive criticisms, please leave them in the comments below. Um, Mind Over Tutors is about community, uh, so we would love to get your input. Um, But to get started, Dad, why don't you give us a uh, a brief background on yourself and how Mind Over Tutors came into fruition. Okay, so I'll be very brief. We can put profiles up on the website a little later. Um, But Mind Over tutors the inception and concept of the organization started back in 1997 when I was living in Florence, South Carolina. And this has always been somewhat my public charity. Um, I've always been interested in education and helping kids. And so over the years, it's developed and evolved into what it is now, which we'll talk a little bit more about. Um, My professional career, um, an analytical chemist. Uh, I have also um, been an educator over the last 10 to 12 years uh, and just excited about, um, again, this opportunity to give back with Mind Over Tutors in, in the way of education. Excellent. Uh, So I'm sure a lot of people are wondering, uh, what's the point of Mind Over Tutors? Uh, There are programs that are, they already are using uh, online education tools in the classroom. Uh, So some people already get it. Uh, What makes Mind Over Tutors different? That's an excellent question. So in looking at this, recently I have attended uh, Lenore Ryan University. I went back to school to get a master's degree in online teaching and instructional design. And that was very pivotal for me uh, in terms of uh, where I wanted to go with this organization now. Um, back 20 years ago when I started Mind Over Tutors, I always envisioned being able to reach kids um, initially throughout the state of South Carolina and then throughout the United States, but always had this greater vision for being able to um, bring education to kids all across the globe. And so online education is now affording us the opportunity to do that. And as you mentioned before, there are great organizations that are already out there, uh, Khan Academy to mention one, CK12. Um, so if anyone's asking why would we go and, and um, invest time into Mind Over Tutors, what our focus is specifically to help educate and lead uh, all communities in how to utilize these technologies properly. Um, Khan Academy is a great tool. Um, I use it often myself to instruct kids uh, with tutoring, but what we want to do is to be able to take it a step further um, and bring a personal appeal to kids that may not know specifically where to go and find information within Khan Academy, um, where they can contact us through email, um, through phone calls, all of the, the different 
uh, mechanisms that we will set up for them uh, will be there as instructional guides for them. And that's just one piece of what we do. Uh, and again, I think we'll talk about a little bit more as we continue with the interview. Okay. So kind of going off of the comments that you just made, do you think that the online education should replace some of this in-class setting or do they kind of work in conjunction with you, with each other? Another great question. Uh, I think definitely in conjunction. Mm -hmm. um, our family has had the great opportunity to explore homeschooling. Um, we ran a private academy, uh, Christian Academy in Durham, North Carolina. Um, my kids have attended public school. Uh, and the thing that I have learned throughout all of this experience is that each child has his own unique personality whenever it comes to education. Mm -hmm. Therefore, uh, each child has his own uh, skill set and uh, in, in set of tools that needs to be developed in order to uh, in order for that child to be successful. So I've never uh, steered away from I'll use the word competition here. I think the more programs that are available, the better. I think the advantage of online education is, is that, um, you know, the, the phrase is used with online education anytime, anywhere. And I think it affords children, it affords parents, it affords teachers the opportunity to take the things that they're doing further. And so I think online education definitely is a huge enhancement to the face-to-face -face arena. Excellent. Uh, in your short animation on the webpage, I saw that uh, little snippet, it said that you all are revolutionizing the term tutors. Uh, what does that even mean and why use tutors in your title or the name of the company? So a lot of that stems back to when we started out, uh, and when I say we, it was it was mostly me, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Going to college campuses, going to libraries, um, tutoring kids one on one, um, and so that term tutor stems from that. But then, you know, when we say revolutionize it. Kids don't respond well. I've been doing this for 20 years now and I've taught in the classroom. Uh, I've been an administrator in a school. And what I have found is, is that kids don't respond to face-to-face uh, -face instruction the same way uh, definitely when I was coming along, even uh, whenever I instructed you in school, uh, things have changed. So kids don't respond the same way to face-to-face -face instruction within school. Well, that same uh, thing transcends over into tutoring. It's very difficult to sit down with the student and hold their uh, attention or engage them in a tutoring session for a full hour. And so what these online tools do, it, it, it really expedites the learning curve and, and process for the student. And then it also empowers the student the opportunity to be able to go and, and explore things on their own. So where we revolutionize that term tutoring is to definitely uh, still serve as a mentor, still serve as a guide for students, uh, but it's not the same sense of, of 20 years ago what we looked at as, in terms of the term tutor. Okay, well I know you said uh, holding kids' attention in face-to-face -face can be a little bit different or difficult, but uh, I can tell that there's sometimes a dependency with tutoring that, you know, sometimes kids just want you to give them the answer or they want you to hold their hand through the process. How do you plan to break uh, kids away from that with this revolution? Wow, right? That That is really, um, 
you're hitting the main point of, of what this is about. Um, I think a lot of what we're going to have to focus on as an organization is not only working with students, but primarily working with parents and educators to get them to break away from the status quo, uh, if you will. Um, getting parents to understand that really utilizing a tutor to sit down and complete homework problems that have been assigned really is not helping your child. It never has. And so what we have, have I feel like, done as a society is as parents, we're so busy. Things have changed in terms of our commitment level outside of the home that parents don't necessarily have the same amount of time to sit down and do homework with their kids. So oftentimes they seek uh, enrichment programs um, to do that and they depend on those enrichment programs to, to help their children with the homework. But what I believe in and will be able to show is, is that um, education is suffering with that model and so what we're going to have to do is, is we got to continue to work to empower students to want to gain information themselves and, and to grow. Um, I think that answers the question. I hope I got all of it. Yes, I believe it does. Okay. A uh, couple more questions. Uh, but what is the demographic that you're targeting or targeting with Mind Over Tutors? Uh, I can imagine there will be some people that are wondering if this program is right for them. Yes. Um, we have a very, very, you know, for me, this has always been about serving anyone who seeks to utilize what this organization is doing. And so, um, you know, a lot of programs that are out there oftentimes seeks to serve kids uh, in communities that are typically underserved. Of course, we want to do that as well. Um, we are willing and, and able to spearhead programs for that demographic of kids, but really it's, it's about anyone. And this is about, um, you know, I'll use the term globalization here. I really want to take this uh, worldwide. I don't want uh, this program uh, to only be used by kids in North Carolina, only by kids on the East Coast, only by kids in the United States. I want to serve kids worldwide. And so what we seek to do is to develop programs that will be able to sustain that type of, of growth. Okay, excellent. Um, another thing with the website, I saw that you have courses listed. Um, if you're not filling a teacher role and you're not the traditional tutor, uh, what is the purpose of these courses? Uh, how do they work in relation to the education system uh, or students looking for additional help? So there's a lot of um, ability within courses. Uh, the two tools that I'm using right now, one is Canvas that many people um, have, have used throughout. If you're um, in higher ed, you probably had some introduction to Canvas and also Schoology. These are learning management systems that afford uh, classroom teachers the ability to develop their entire course uh, digitally and it, they can use it in a blended environment to supplement what they're doing face to face. How we intend to use this for Mind Over Tutors is we will develop courses that are specifically aligned with the Common Core curriculum. Um, and I, I bounce back and forth if I would even get into Common Core and utilize that terminology. Um, I have some um, concerns about doing that, but I think in order for us to be 
uh, again, a, a global organization and being able to tap into what is already out there and not recreating um, information. Um, it, it's something that the the courses will allow us to reach so many people. And so we're gonna we're gonna develop them based on Common Core and students will be able to go in and find information. So let me give you an example. Uh, if a student is in a math two or let's say algebra two, depending on what the, the student is using, they will be able to go to a modules section in that LMS and find what it is the particular topic is that they're looking for. They will also be able to interact with other students uh, based on discussions, based on different assignments. And this is nothing that will replace what the students are already doing in their, in their uh, courses, but it all serves to uh, enrich the students learning uh, process and then we also have live sessions that are coupled with those courses that students will be able to uh, attend live and ask questions and interact with other students and then the last thing I'll say is is that um, we're able to develop specific courses based on need and so those learning management systems just afford us a, an opportunity to be able to do that in a very neat setting and, uh, and I can thank Lenore Ryan for, for training uh, us, and I say that because we'll be bringing in other uh, instructional designers um, where we develop programs and courses um, for students that are very specific to their need. Excellent. Now, I know in the first question, uh, your answer, you had mentioned that uh, basically Mind Over Tutors was your charity. Uh, why choose to do this business as a non-profit over a for-profit? Um, it was a very, very difficult choice. Um, the first thing that I'll say is, is that this has never been about money for me. Um, you know, this organization will continue to operate um, regardless if I were doing it for profit or as a, as a nonprofit, simply because this is what I enjoy. I enjoy giving back through this arena with my time. Um, I chose nonprofit uh, for really primarily for two reasons. The first reason is, is that it gives me an opportunity to go out into the community. I talked about uh, the private Christian Academy, YTA Christian Academy that I was a, a co-founder of in Durham, North Carolina. Um, I learned some things throughout that experience um, that tells me that uh, a nonprofit affords you the opportunity to go out and uh, really participate in things that are, are very well established. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a part of uh, Google Charity, a part of uh, PayPal. Uh, giving fund. And so these are, again, global opportunities where it gives us notoriety throughout the world, not just locally. Um, and then the, the second reason is, is that if you form an organization that is for profit, it becomes very difficult to establish what you're going to charge, particularly in underserved communities where they can't afford $30 an hour or $50 an hour. And so it becomes more of a struggle in serving those uh, communities if you're a for-profit organization. And so thinking through that, I decided to go the nonprofit route. Um, and and I, I believe that it's going to mm -hmm. pay off. I'm, I'm learning some things about running a nonprofit, um, which are exciting. Uh, but 
I think I think we've made the right choice. Excellent. Uh, last question here. Uh, where do you see Mind Over Tutors in the next five to ten years? So, you know, what we've been doing over the last six months is really focusing on bringing the organization up as a legitimate nonprofit. Um, you will go to mindovertutors.com and see where we have created some tools that are already out there. We've already done some podcasts. Uh, and I took a little bit of a break to focus on really, really um, bringing the nonprofit aspect of this along. So um, what I would hope is that, you know, five years down the road, we will be serving every state within the United States, that we will have a presence in all, you know, all 50 states. And uh, I hope to grow that. I hope that 10 years down the road, we can really look at ourselves as a global power within education. And, um, and, and I'm excited to see um, how we're able to grow communities, how we're able to grow uh, involvement. Uh, within the organization. And I want this to be about community, not about Darius Grissom, not about Mind Over Tutors, um, really about community and online education. Excellent. Uh, well, since we're running out of time here, I believe we'll end uh, with that question. Uh, was there anything that you wanted to add? No, just that I'm excited. I appreciate the um, opportunity to do this. Um, moving forward, I hope that this is going to be a format that we use more for our podcasts and videos that we post on YouTube. So uh, I appreciate you being here today doing yes. this and our production team for um, everything that they're doing to, to put forward these videos and podcasts. Yes, well, I appreciate doing this as well. Uh, but we'd like to thank all the listeners for joining us here uh, again, please leave any questions, positive feedback, constructive criticisms in the comments. We really want to hear what you all are thinking. Um, and we also will have a link to our website listed yes. on the page. Uh, we also have a donate button or a donate section yep. uh, on the website if you would like to visit that uh, and just check out more information about us. But again, thank you for joining. Thanks so much. Thanks. All right. Thank you.